What's up, y'all? It's Tisha the Diva, and this is for my ladies. This is my podcast where amazing things happen, and we get to talk, discuss, and celebrate real women of color. This is for my ladies is just for you. This podcast is a place where I get to highlight not only my life dreams and goals, but yours too. I believe I was called to create a platform for myself to express not only my thoughts, but those of other women that's unfiltered and untamed. I plan to talk and discuss topics that interest me and other women. I want my audience to be engaged and aware. So any topics, email them to me at tishathediva at gmail.com. What's up, y'all? It's Tisha the Diva, and y'all already know what time it is. This is for my ladies. Welcome back to This Is For My Ladies Podcast, Season 2, Episode 36. So... If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to This Is For My Ladies Podcast on Anchor app, iTunes Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, pretty much everywhere podcasts can, you can listen to, listen to them. Um, make sure if you are not already, support my podcast by donating as little as 99 cents $4.99 or $19.99. You can help me with production, with paying my people, and just also making sure just put a little money in my pocket. But um, of course, everything that I do is always for a great cause, all right? Like again, you could spend 99 cents, $4.99, $19.99 on anything. But you could do a great thing and you can support me. So make sure you all make sure that you are liking, commenting, sharing videos, just everything to, um, again, build and help and support this podcast. Okay. So as I stated, this is episode 36. Um, today is... Today has been good. As a lot of y'all know, um, my mom recently um, went blind and it has definitely been, you know, it's been a lot, y'all. Like it has been a lot on myself, my family, my mom, who's extremely scared. But, you know, we're definitely trying to keep her in um, high spirits just to make her comfortable and just, you know, reassuring her that um, this is, although what my mom has, which is um, optic, um, a very, very rare disease, optic neuritis. Um, Siri, no. <laughs> um, so, like I was stating, um, optic neuritis. Yeah, I'm summoning you now. Look up optic neuritis. So, um, so what? It, so, my mom has a rare disease, um, optic neuritis, where pretty much, um, it is a a disease that attacks her nerves and it specifically attacks the nerves in her eye. Um, about four years ago, um, same time in April, it was on an Easter Sunday. My mom was complaining about like a headache and pain in her right eye. Um, literally it was that Sunday by that Friday, my mom had lost the vision in her right eye and she was pronounced legally blind. Um, 
and you know she had done, had did, had some treatments done <clears throat> where you know she had to go on steroids so pretty much they were basically trying to bring, restore the vision and make sure that they saved the vision in her left eye and um you know my mom had just been struggling with that so cut to just last week my mom had called me and was just like you know she felt like her vision was getting worse and it was getting worse more rapidly so she had made a doctor's appointment um her doctor's appointment was monday of last week um before i had recorded um my podcast with satoria so shout out to satoria nicole and um loving yourself louder um so i had dropped her off and picked her up before my podcast and then that was that monday that tuesday she had to have an mri and then that wednesday um the results from the mri basically the doctors was like you know we have to bring you in for treatment um so that we can go ahead and just get everything on the move by thursday my mom woke up and was completely blind like couldn't see anything like the nerves behind her eye is so inflamed that nothing, no light is going in and no light is coming out. Um, so it has been scary for my mom. I mean, it's scary for all of us and it has been scary for her because like my mom isn't old. My mom is only 46 years old, you know, like that's extremely young to be losing your sight like that. But I mean, it, when it comes to, a, a disease or anything you know like disease has no color no age like it, it doesn't matter anybody can be affected you know that's just like when kids have cancer at a young age and we like why the child got cancer but you know we don't know um so I just want to send out you know very like special prayers to one to people who lost their parents, lost their mothers, or even people who are dealing with diseases and, you know, things that sometimes are incurable and, you know, special prayers to you all because it is tough. It is hard and um, it can be very, very stressful, you know, not only on your parents, but, you know, you, you know, as a child or, you know, as a loved one, as a significant other, you know, it can be extremely hard. But, you know, my family has been doing, you know, everything that they can, making sure that somebody is always there with my mom, somebody is staying the night, you know, we have been doing a lot. And um, the nurses do not know when we're coming, Um like the only thing that they're really doing for real is just, you know, administering her medicine at this point because we're doing everything. We're making sure that she's bathed and changed. Well, she don't have like no diaper or anything, but her clothes are being changed and she's being fed and all that stuff or whatever. But I mean, my mom is blind, so we have to do that. But we just want to make sure that, you know, we're caring for her, um, you know, just a little bit more so that she can continue to feel that love and to feel that energy and everything like that. Um, but to anybody who's watching this, to anybody who's listening, um, please keep my mother in your prayers um, and please continue to pray for healing. 
pray for a restoration, um, you know, pray for sight and vision and everything and great health. And, and my prayer is the same for you and your family as well to anybody who is going through anything dealing with their parents or anybody. You definitely are in my prayers because it is tough. And it's days where I literally wake up and I feel sick. Like, I just want to throw up. And <sighs> it's a lot, y'all. But continue to keep my mom in your prayers and keep me in your prayers, okay? So, with that being said, I keep trying to hold my hands down, y'all, because, like, my fingers, like, look like this. <laughs> like, my fingers are snaggletooth right now. I need to get my nails done. But I was, they was popping off all day at work today. And I just did not feel like going to the nail shop. I just needed to get some rest. I was just so tired. Um, yesterday, um, you know, me, I had stayed the night overnight at the hospital with my mom the previous night, um, Saturday night. And then Sunday morning, you know, she woke up and I had prayed for her and just was, you know, doing some meditations and some affirmations with her just to really, um, you know, really set the tone, you know, in her spirit and everything. And I was just telling my mom, I was just like, you know, you have to, you know, sometimes things happen for a reason, you know, <clears throat> and it's divine time and divine planning. And sometimes we don't know why it happens, but things really do happen for a reason. And, um, you know, I was just telling my mom, you know, anything, you know, like that, you have against anybody sometimes you really have to get it right in your heart and um and I was just telling my mom you have to really see things you know with from from your heart you know some things aren't meant to be seen with your eyes some things are just meant to be felt and maybe you know that's what God is allowing her to do to just literally just feel things versus having you know to see things and to see things you know sometimes we just don't really see things for what they really are, but sometimes we have to feel it. So, you know, that's how I was just explaining to my mom and, you know, that maybe it's something where she has to look within herself um, and correct things within herself. And maybe it just could be just a way of God or the creator of the universe just, you know, like putting those scales over her eyes so that, you know, she can really, you know, kind of see and feel things from the heart. Um, you know, positive stuff you know <laughs> like again we don't know but however right now my mom she is receiving um plasma transfusions um which is replacing like the bad plasma and replacing it with a synthetic plasma um so basically the inflammation that is in her eyes it can basically I guess you know go down and all that stuff and then she's you know, able to see. But again, we know that doctors are just practitioners, like they're just practicing and there are different scenarios and all that stuff or whatever, different cases that they've seen in other people. And basically, you know, they are, you know, using different practices on other people and practicing it on, you know, person with the same symptoms or like symptoms and different stuff like that. So, um, 
when I tell y'all, I've been looking up all type of voodoo stuff. Like, <laughs> I mean, because it's just like we look into doctors and all of this stuff with all these, like, all day. You know, I just see it, my mom being pumped with medicine, and I'm just like, it got to be another way. Like, it has to be something else that, you know, can be done because, I mean, all day long, all like, all day long, she has this huge catheter that's sticking out of her neck with three tubes. It's literally out of her neck because the plasma um, is being pumped through her neck, and then they're treating it also, like, kind of like dialysis where the, the blood is coming out and it's going through this machine that kind of looks like a washing machine and it's you know anybody who know has been on dialysis or knows anybody or has seen it y'all know how it is but I mean shout out and thank God for the person who even had the mind to develop that like or whoever continued to build and craft that whole thing I mean is like their mind is amazing I mean to just see it like I'm not usually weirded out or you know cringy over stuff like that so and then my mom she was like well take videos so you know when I see again I can see it and all that stuff or whatever so I definitely have videos and all of that stuff or whatever so when she does see again which the doctors were saying that um the likelihood of her seeing again is extremely high because they have had cases like this you know they have had practices you know like my mom's case and they said that you know it was very likely that it would come back um but she has to have a total of um, five treatments so my mom is going to be in the hospital for 10 days um, I mean we don't know when it's going to come back we don't know if it's going to be treatment three treatment four the final treatment um, you know we don't know but again different cases you know some people say they start seeing like a little blurry vision and it starts sharpening up or some people say they start you know it starts sharpening up a little bit but they need glasses or something like I'd rather my mom wear glasses for the rest of her life than to not see um and then you know some of you all seen on my Instagram how some people you know were just like you know seeing my sister with her kids and asking me when I'm gonna have kids and I'm just like oh my god like that's like something that's extremely insensitive because like my mom can't see right now of course I'm not thinking about having no daggone kids right now like I mean, my mom can't even see. That's the furthest thing from my mind. All I just want is for my mom to be healthy again and her vision to be restored. I'm not thinking about no damn kids right now. Like, especially not having none of my own right now. So, yeah, don't ask me, okay? But anyway, um, continue to keep my mom in y'all prayers y'all continue to keep me and my family in y'all prayers but continue to just lift my mom up and if you need to know her name her name is Antoana her name or Twana so just say a little prayer for Antoana aka Twana my boo um that her sight is restored and I really really thank you all for the love and support that you all have been showing me I really really appreciate it to the people who I thought would be supportive and all that stuff. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> but anyway, um, 
Yeah, y'all. So besides that, you know, just to kind of like pick it up a little bit. Um, so as many of y'all have seen on Facebook, profoundly, this game that people are, I guess, playing or whatever. So it is a game where people are able to ask questions or make comments anonymously. And, you know, it's so crazy because why do you need anybody to comment or ask you anything, like, anonymously? Like, why can't you just, hey, somebody ask me a question or what are your thoughts? Like, I mean, because some of the things that I have seen some of my Facebook friends posting have like been downright degrading and disgusting like I mean from talking about people looks and I mean it's just personal hygiene and although you know we should make sure that we take our hygiene into great consideration and that we're not out here just smelling funky and stuff but I mean some things is people are sick and I had seen this um this one post on Facebook where a girl, she had made a comment and it was just like, and that some people was just like, you know, that's why they aren't playing it because for the simple fact, um, I hate when I do stuff and I have it up there and as soon as I open it up, it's gone. But, um, let me see. Anyway, I can't find it, and I'm not even about to sit here and waste my time trying to find it so I can read it, but I should have just took a screenshot of it, but um, hold on, let me see. No, I do not want to play, but anyway... Oh, the Profoundly Game. Let me see if it... Oh, here it is. So this girl, she had made a comment, and I'm just going to read it verbatim. It says, the scary part about this Profoundly Game is that all of the people disrespecting y'all and talking all of that mess is connected to you on here. These are people that are a part of your daily updates. They see what you do, where you go, Pictures of your children, significant other, milestones you've hit, your successes, and even your failures. They can't say anything to you from their direct profile, but will anonymously degrade, belittle, and disrespect you. The part that's even more horrendous is you have no idea who it is and how close they are to you. It's pretty sad. I know I'm completely in control of what I allow in my mind and space. That energy is dark and unwanted. So I knew not to even indulge in it. Like, I mean, some people just, you know, using it like, oh, yeah, it's all funny games and all of that stuff. But if you are one of the people who are anonymously posting on somebody's playing the game and posting anonymously and being very disrespectful, you're a bitch. Like, you're a whole bitch. Um, the fact that you're doing that and you can't even come up and say, like, yeah, I said it, or even, you know, express how you feel to somebody to their face 
you're like you're you you a big bitch, okay? <laughs> like a weak bitch at that. The fact that you can't even express how you feel directly to somebody's face. Like, I mean, if you feel that somebody is unattractive, or if you even like, I mean, don't don't wait till no game is out for the finally say how you really feel. Just say how you feel. And deal with the consequences after that. You probably can't even fight. That's why some of y'all doing it anonymously because y'all know y'all probably going to get beat up. But anyway, um, and that's for kids anyway. Like, how old are we? Like, to be sitting all day playing some daggone game. What are you doing all day? Like, seriously, the fact that you even have time to even sit here and like you but on both ends to post anonymous anonymously and to actually like play the game like oh ask me questions or oh y'all all childish for real for real like y'all just too old for that and that just goes to show you that y'all really don't have time like y'all y'all have too much time on your hand way too much time on your hand because again there's just so much other things that y'all could be doing so pulse check Pulse chat, any Nipsey Hustle fans still in here? Like, how y'all gonna give back to the community? Cause y'all was just, oh, rah, rah, rah. Let's fucking neighborhood nip out here. What the fuck are y'all doing? Nothing. Cause y'all fake. <laughs> like, I don't even have time for people for real, for real. And like, that's just how I'm feeling. Like, when I tell you, like, my patience for everything is just so short and so like so thin like I really do not have time for nothing right now like I really really don't and forgive me to like to my family and friends who I have been kind of snapping on but it's a stressful time for me y'all y'all don't understand like this is my mom like I'm stressed out and so like a lot of things I just been ugh, like even with my and y'all know I had talked about my whole social media detox like I Deleted the whole Instagram. You, I logged out of Instagram and deleted the whole app off my phone. I think I only tried to look at my phone twice today. And I was like, oh, yeah, I do not have Instagram right now. But I've been good. Like, I've really been good. I've been basically able to just really focus my thoughts. Because, again, even for me, like, sometimes with Instagram, when I'm so indulged in other people's lives, I'm like, damn. Like, and I was just like you know what why the why do I even care why do I even care when for one I feel like I probably even got way more stuff going on than them any damn way good whatever it is and I, re I don't feel like I'm better than anybody but I'm just like in real life half of these people can't even fucking touch me so why do I even care like about what anybody is doing and it's just like I have to continue to remind myself of my own personal successes and remind myself that nobody is out here putting in the work that I am doing like and and nobody will point blank period like nobody will like nobody has the heart like I do nobody has the strength like I do nobody has the voice like I do so I'm not even about to even sit here and act like anybody is you know bet doing any better than I am and all of that stuff because ain't nobody doing mm -mm. no nope, I'm the fucking shit 
And I had to remind myself that. So with doing that, I was just like, let me go ahead and just delete all of this and all that stuff or whatever. Because so it's so much superficial stuff on like, you know, social media, Instagram, particularly and all that stuff, whatever. And I get it. You know, people talk about they don't want to, you know, dis display their lows and all of that stuff or whatever. But it just got to a point where I'm just like, I should be sleep right now. But I am scrolling on social media for three to four hours. And now I got to get up in another two hours. Like, this is disgusting. That is sick. Like, that is an addiction. And I'm like, and what am I really looking at for real? For real? <laughs> like, nothing. And then, of course, a lot of the stuff isn't, isn't even credible for real, for real. So I'm like, why am I even up here trying to gain anything when, like, anybody can have a thousand or a million followers and be having a bunch of roommates and sitting in a dusty ass shelter or something and all of this stuff or whatever like I'm mm -mm. and I'm not about to keep like well not keep because I don't but yeah, I'm not like for for instance I follow this person on um on Instagram and I'm not saying that a person has to have you know, thousand dollar bags, a thousand dollar shoes, or a thousand dollar wardrobe, and all that stuff. But, and I get it, and maybe some people just probably can't. But even if I get a fucking little glimpse of your background, you talking about some, oh, you show people how to get a thousand dollars a day, and all that stuff, and a little, your little background, and your house looking a little. I, I ain't about to give you my money for no ebook. Mm -mm. You ain't about to get my daggone money because your house don't even look right. Like, get your house in order and all that stuff. People trying to tell people what to do, but you need to buy some furniture. Or you making a whole Facebook live trying to show people how to get some money in the dark. Like, I, I don't even trust you. Like, I really don't trust you. You won't even show your face or how you look. And it just, like... I, I, I just can't. I mean, it literally, I've literally been taking the time. I mean, again, I've only been off of social media for like a couple of hours. But it literally has been allowing me the time to just really um, dissect and re just reflect on a lot of things that I be seeing and all of this stuff. And just some people I be seeing, I be like, Ugh, I want to see this person in person, this person in person so I can just punch them in the face because they get on my nerves. <laughs> but anyway, so that's what I've been doing. But um, other than that, y'all, like, I'm just trying to just really get myself together and just be strong for my mom. Like, I'm, that's all I am trying to do is just be strong for my mom and just be there and just do everything from the heart. Like, just really, really just do it from the heart because, again, some people don't have nobody. They don't have their parents. Speaking of parents, y'all, I'm about to be real. So my dad texts me. And some people be like, you never, ever talk about your dad or... You know, I mean, because I'm not about to discredit, you know, him for what, you know, for what he did and everything or whatever, because as far as 
like literally like my sense of travel and all that stuff why i both got it from my mom and dad there are places like when for instance there are people who are doing things in their adulthood that I used to do as a child. Like, there are some people who haven't even been to Disney World until they took their own child. I'm like, girl, I've, I've been, like, five times and Disneyland. I've been to California. I've been to the NFL, the NBA games, all of that stuff. Like, I've done all of that stuff. Like, so that's nothing that's new to me. Like, y'all are just now doing it in your adulthood, and I've been doing it since I was, like, five years old. So... Some of the stuff is like, yeah, been there, done that. Like, you catch up. Like, seriously, that's why I say I've been something in the water. It's time for y'all to get in. Seriously. It, that's for anybody. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But anyway, um, so my dad texts me, and um, which... I am my father's child. I already know, like, I, I know what's up. My, I have not heard from my dad in I don't know how long, but the only time I ever hear from my dad is when he want me to meet one of his little girlfriends or to tell me that he about to get married. I can't tell you how many times my dad been married. I cannot tell you how many times, like, he would literally just call me and want me to meet one of his girlfriends or whoever. So my dad texts me. And, like, you know, before that, you know, my mom and my grandma was asking, well, do your dad know about the light and all that stuff? I'm like, I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he watched the news just like everybody else. He didn't reach out to me or contact me and all of that stuff or whatever. So, um, anyway, he texts me, hey, Letitia, what is your address? And I told my mom. I was like, mom. How much you want to bet he about to tell me that he about to get married? Like, I told my mom that. That's why it took me so, because he texted me that Monday. And I, he texted me when I was here last week recording my podcast. And um, and I didn't text him back till the next day. So, but I was talking to my mom. That was that Tuesday. And I was like, how much you want to bet he about to invite me to a wedding? And lo and behold, that's exactly what he did. Um, I sent him my address. And I'm going to read these messages verbatim, okay? <laughs> like, I ain't got time for it. So, anyway... I sent him my address. He said, you doing okay? And I was like, I'm doing more than okay. This was Tuesday. This was before all this stuff happened with my mama and all of this stuff or whatever. I said, I'm doing more than okay. I'm doing great. What about you? Getting married in September. You want to come to the wedding? So I was just like, you know what? Here goes. Here goes. And this is the text message that I had sent him. I said... I really wish I heard from you more instead of when you want me to meet someone or to tell me you're getting married. I'd be ecstatic to attend your wedding in September if we communicated more and if the woman you are marrying would even encourage you to reach out to your kid, kids. You know, I put the S in parentheses. Hence, I'm talking about me and my other sister. And like I told you, the only time I ever really heard for, like from my dad now is when I want to when he want me to meet somebody. I didn't meet my other my older sister until I was 13 when we had went to her high school graduation. And I was so pissed because I always wanted an older sister. And I did not know that I had an older sister that lived right across the water in Newport News. And my mama would have took me to go see my older sister or pick my older sister up and brought her right to Norfolk. So anyway, 
But yet, I'm only hearing from you to be invited to your wedding, which I knew that was the only reason you were asking me for my ad address. As of now, I'm declining the invite. I'm not upset. I love you and I'm happy for you, but I really wish you would do better to be you would do better to be a better father to me have a great day this was tuesday i have not heard from my dad since like the truth motherfucking hurts and i was like you know so i you know screenshotted it sent to my mom sent it to my um my aunt, my grandma, my sister, my cousin, and all of that stuff or whatever. And, you know, this is my mom could see because, again, this was Tuesday. My mom lost her vision that Thursday. My mom mom was talking about something. You need to go and crash the wedding and all this stuff. That's why I love my mom. My mom is so trill, y'all. Like, she is – my mom be ready to ride. That's why I love her. And I can't wait till she see again because we going to ride out, girl. We going to ride to California like old times. I ain't going with her but we gonna ride we gonna do a cross-country trip or something when she see again but anyway um yeah and I was gonna send you know which I'm still gonna do it but basically send my dad all the videos and everything from just my journey of getting a traffic like up and just like you know this is everything that you missed like this is everything that you have missed like once I I feel like once I got um it was, this how I knew something, it was, like, wrong with my daddy. Like, I knew something was wrong with him. When I was in high school, it was my junior year, and, you know, around that time, that's when people started driving, getting cars, and my dad told me that he was going to buy me a car. So, you going to buy me a car? I'm going to find a car. So, I found the car, and he was like, oh, no, I'm, I was thinking, like, maybe something like a Ford Focus. Okay, well, I'm going to find me a Ford Focus. So, I found a Ford Focus, and something like, oh, whatever. It was some excuse or whatever, so I ended up buying my first car. Um then when I ended up going to college, um, that's why I, you know, I'm not saying that's why, but most people don't know that I literally went to Shaw for five days, which is where I met my twin. Shout out to Topher Grace, my twin, my July 16th twin. Um, because, you know, like when you go to school out of state, it's just like whoever from the 7-5, like you just... Buddy, buddy, it don't even matter if they went to Hickory. <laughs> like, that's your buddy. But anyway, so um, my dad was supposed to get me a new cell phone because that's when Intellos was the thing. And, you know, once you hit Chesapeake Great Bridge, that Intellos don't work no more. So I'm literally in a whole nother state with no cell phone or nothing, like nothing, just my dorm room phone. And it's just like... It's the first, it's freshman week and all that stuff. So I'm not in my dorm room. I'm I'm out, you know, making friends and, you know, doing hood rat things with my hood rat new friends and all that stuff and whatever. Getting ready for the little party, all of that stuff or whatever, which I did go to one party while I was there. But anyway, um, my dad was responsible for buying me a new comforter set, a laptop, a refrigerator, and um, a cell phone. That was it. That was basically it or whatever. And I think during that time, like, my mom dropped me off in North Carolina. And, like, I think 
dropped me off in North Carolina and dropped like gave me fifty dollars and cause it like that was all she had. Like that was all she had. And I'm just like, what you know, but I'm like, you know, okay. So my dad said that he was gonna come and do all this stuff for me by the end of this week. So when I'm trying to call him and like, hey, you know, my cell phone don't work, here's my dorm room number, it's like he was too busy to even take the dorm room number. And I didn't hear from my dad until like a couple of months later when I was back at home. Mind you, I was only at Shaw for five days my mom had called me and was like listen we can't I can't afford for you to go to school out of state you're gonna have to come back home that was I was crushed y'all like I was crushed like it was already I hated everybody here in Virginia because of just you know everything that was going on or whatever like I mean high my like my high school my senior year it was just like it was all right but it wasn't, like, the best. I, I just hated everybody, and I was ready to get out of here and just be whoever the fuck I wanted to be without all y'all motherfuckers. But anyway, so, um, but, yeah. So my dad had called me, like, that October. Mind you, this is August. So I'm from August to October. I finally heard from my dad, and he just like, oh, yeah, you home for, for um, for break, for um, fall break. And I'm just like, nigga, if you would have just took the time to took the phone, like, you know, took 10 digits, you would have known that I had to come back home. I've been, I'm enrolled in TCC now, all of this stuff or whatever. Like, you know, so he was just like, you know, oh, all this stuff will, I'll be in Virginia because my dad was living down in, um, in Atlanta then, but even before that, me and my dad had a falling out, but I'll get to that. But anyway, so um, I'll be there, you know, home, you know, here in Virginia for Thanksgiving, and he wanted to see me. I'm like, okay, great. Here's another chance. Here's another opportunity. Like, I keep giving him opportunities after opportunity. Well, the first, um, anyway, Thanksgiving comes and goes. I call him like three or four times. He did not answer. So I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm just, I'm done with him. Like, I'm so done. But before that, um, you know, my dad did not come to my high school graduation. You know, people like, you know, you go, can I get your ticket? I'm like, no, my dad coming to see me. No, no, you can't have my ticket. No. And he did not come like my dad. And I didn't tell my mom until like the day before because she was like, did you hear from your dad? I'm like, yeah, I talked to him. He said he won't come in. And she like, call him up and all this stuff or whatever. So that's when I like kind of fussed him out and all that stuff. But before that, you know, when I had went to go, when he supposed to have brought me a car, um, you know, my junior year, I had went down to Atlanta. That was my first time ever going down to Atlanta. Um, when I was a junior and I had went to Clark Atlanta because I wanted to go to Clark Atlanta, like all this stuff or whatever. But me and my dad had got into it and he was basically telling me like how he was better than me. And like, yeah, like my dad literally had said that or whatever. And I had cussed him out. And I'm like, you think because you got this big old house and all this stuff, F you, da, 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 all that stuff or whatever. And then like he put me on a flight and I was home the next day. I had supposed to stay with him for spring break. But um, I think I was there for about two or three days before me and him got into an argument and I was back home in Virginia. And my mom was like, you were supposed to get your car. I'm like, he won't about to get me shit. <laughs> so, I mean, I just know know I'm like empty and broken promises I ain't got time for that so um yeah so 
cut to, you know, after that, that Thanksgiving where he didn't show up because he never does. Um, he had so he called me and said he was moving back to Virginia. So I'm like, all right, maybe now that he's closer, you know, maybe this will be it. Like he's gonna be in Chesapeake. Like this, you know, maybe we just need to be close. No, like, no. Mm-mm. It's nothing. Like, it's 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 nothing. And even after this text message, after me just telling him like to just do you know just do a better job check on me say hello say good morning say how you doing you okay like something and then for you to even not text me back that just goes to show like where I stand in your life and that's nowhere so I'm just like so so done with him so so done with him and then you know like as for me I'm just like you know how do I even move on and be in a positive and a successful relationship when I have absolutely like no idea of even what it feels like to even be cared for by my own father it's just like so I got some work to do on that part but either way I know I'm a good person I I know that I have experienced love and people have loved me in order to love people back and all of that stuff or whatever so Fuck that nigga. And when I blow up and get big and all of that stuff, he gonna have the fucking had a I got shit face after all everything is all said and done. And um and two women, because I wanna speak to you women who are with men who have kids, and you know those men don't see their kids or have no relationship. You're just as nasty and disgusting as the man that created them kids if you are not encouraging any man, any man with kids to see their kids and have a relationship. You are a trifling ass woman. Like you really are. I can't, I wouldn't dare. That's that's another like, okay. I'm not going to say I don't date guys with kids, but there has been a time where I didn't date guys with kids. However, if I do date guys with kids, you have to have a healthy, not only a healthy relationship with your children, but you have to have a healthy relationship with the baby mama because I'm not like, I'm just not dealing with no crazy baby mama or one of them. I'm just, I'm not doing it. I refuse. I'm not messing with one of them dudes. Like you, I mean, it got to be like, yo, and I don't, and some people don't, you know, but your baby mama or whoever, she got to be like your best friend. Like, it just got to be, or even if it's just like, y'all just have that understanding and that respect, it just got to be there. Because I'm not dealing with no crazy baby mamas or no bit where she feels some type of way. She not letting you, mm-mm, no, no. And you as a man, you got to get it together. Like, especially you men that got multiple baby mamas and all of that stuff. Like, you got to get it together. And then y'all men be talking about, oh, they want to be in a polygamous relationship. You can't even handle your goddamn baby mamas. How are you supposed to be in polygamous anything? You got to have some money. Anyway. But, yeah, that's, again, that's neither neither here nor there. But, um, but yeah, so relationships is so important like for you know especially if you're a father and you have any child like I mean just as much as you know a woman and a son need their mother they need their dad too they need both parents I mean it's like no nothing is is more important than the other 
Nothing is more important than the other because people be like, oh, that's how why people act like that because they ain't got their dad or that. No, people act like that all type of ways because they don't have their mom or their dad. It could be something. Something could be lacking. Some people probably just don't have anything. But um, you know, and you know, ladies who deal with you know issues with you know their mothers or their fathers that are trying to make it right and all of that stuff. You know, kudos to y'all who are still pressing and all of that stuff. But at some point, it just like like again, like I said, after that text message, I was just like anything that I have tried to savage or save with this man, I'm done. Like I'm I'm completely done, and I feel okay in my heart to just walk away and not deal with him anymore like I really really do because I'm I'm telling you the truth like I'm just asking that you just do a better job as being a better father to me and you don't even text me back or even call me and just nothing like you don't give me nothing but you probably taking care if she got kids or something you probably taking care of her kids that's how they always do they play daddy to other people's kids, but can't play daddy to their own. But, you know, I'm happy. And like I said, I'm, I am strong. I am very, very strong. And I just thank my mom for, you know, creating me to be the woman that I am. You know, if it wasn't for her, you know, I, I wouldn't be doing a lot of things that I'm doing. So thank you to my mom. And I just... I think I said enough. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I think I'm done, Rick. <laughs> Y'all, I'm sorry. I got a little bit emotional, but um, I'm going to just go ahead and leave it right there because I don't want to get too emotional that I cannot finish it because this is still a podcast and all that stuff. So with that being said, make sure you all check out Desire Dance tonight, 757 Dance Studio. And also um, 757 Dance is actually opening up a new location in May. So make sure you all come out to the grand opening, which is going to be May 3rd. There is going to be a showcase and um, I will be a part of there representing Desire Dance. So make sure you all come out to that on May 3rd. Um, which is actually just a couple of weeks away. And also make sure you, again, continue to like, subscribe, comment, um, become a supporter of this podcast. Again, you could just give a little as 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month or $19.99 a month. So, yes, yeah, so make sure you all support. Um, and this is Tisha the Diva. This is for my ladies, and I'm out.